Teasel's Tudor Trivia. Hi, welcome to this edition of Teasel's Tudor Trivia with me, Claire, and Teasel the dog. Now, in the video that I did on Martyr Edmund Campion, which I did recently, I mentioned Campion being tortured during his imprisonment. First, by being forced to spend four days in the Little Ease at the Tower of London, and then being racked and having iron spikes driven under his fingernails. Lovely. Those Tudors didn't mind forcing people to talk in the most brutal ways. And historian Jasper Ridley, in his book A Brief History of the Tudor Age, writes... Torture was more widely practised in England during the Tudor age than in any other period before or since. So today I'm going to share with you a few of the torture techniques used in the Tudor period. I won't go into too much detail um, and Teasel is here to be a cute distraction for you if you just want to look at Teasel and not bother learning about uh, torture techniques. And please don't practice these at home. First of all, we have the rack. Now, the rack was a centuries-old torture technique, although it seems to have appeared in England in the 15th century. And it was actually the most common form of torture in the Tudor period. It involved the threat of the rack at first and then the actual use of the rack if the threat didn't work. Prisoners were placed on a wooden rack and their ankles and wrists were tied to rollers. I think Teasel's actually distracted by cats, so we won't worry about her listening to these horrible things. As the victim was interrogated, if they refused to give information, then the torturer would turn the handle causing the rollers to move and to stretch the victim's limbs painfully so that they would, yes, dislocate and pop out and, yes, all kinds of horrid stuff. Jasper Ridley states that the reasoning behind the rack was that if the victim was innocent, then God would give them the strength to endure their suffering, but that if they were guilty, then the pain suffered would loosen their tongues and make them tell the truth. Protestant martyr Anne Askew, who was illegally racked at the Tower of London in 1546, was injured so badly by being racked that she had to be carried to the stake for her execution and had to be placed on a chair attached to the stake so that she could be burnt at the stake. Gunpowder plotter Guy Fawkes um, we can see his changing signature on documents he signed during his interrogations, um, ending up with a really badly shaky, awful signature. And that shows just how badly he was racked. Then there's a thing called the scavenger's daughter, also known as Skevington's Irons or Skevington's Daughter, after Sir Leonard Skevington or Skeffington, who seems to have been a lieutenant of the Tower of London at one point. And this torture device is said to date back to Henry VIII's reign, although I couldn't actually find any mention of it being used. But the victim was strapped to an A-shaped frame with their head at the top of the A and their legs spread at the lower ends of the A. And instead of stretching the victim, the frame could fold, compressing the body and squashing them. Now, I did find um, 
mentions of it being used in Elizabeth I's reign. It was used on an Irish rebel, Thomas Meir, I think. I'm not quite sure how you pronounce his name, Thomas Meir. And it was also used on Catholic priest Thomas Cotton. That was also in Elizabeth's reign. He was said to have suffered on it twice and also on Catholic priest Luke Kirby. Then we have the Little E's, the one that I mentioned in association with Campion. Uh, This was actually a cell, uh, a prison cell, and it was at the Tower of London. Uh, It's not known exactly where it was, but it's thought to have been somewhere sort of um, under the uh, White Tower or near the White Tower. And this measured just 1.2 metres square or four square feet. Due to its tiny size, the prisoner put in the Little E's was unable to find any little ease, hence the name, or comfort. They couldn't stand, they couldn't sit, they couldn't lie down. And they could be left in there for days. I think Campion spent four days in it. Then we have manacles. In Elizabeth I's reign, Jesuit priest John Gerard was tortured by the use of manacles at the Tower of London. Gerard wrote, Then they put my wrists into iron gauntlets and ordered me to climb two or three wicker steps. My arms were then lifted up and an iron bar was passed through the rings of one gauntlet, then through the staple and rings of the second gauntlet. This done, they fastened the bar with a pin to prevent it slipping. And then, removing the wicker steps, they left me hanging by my hands and arms fastened above my head. And Gerard was left like that for hours and suffered severe pain, fainting from the pain in the end, only to be taken down, revived and put back up. The victim's hands would swell terribly and painfully above the manacles. So those are a few of the uh, torture methods that were used during uh, the Tudor period. Absolutely awful. And uh, it's little wonder that people did talk and give the authorities information. And I find it amazing that some people didn't talk, that they did protect others, especially those Catholic priests and also Protestant martyrs as well, who, uh, yes, who were racked and had all sorts of horrible things happen to them, but did not give the authorities information on other people. To be that, to stand by your faith and your friends uh, like that, with all that pain, just amazing. Anyway, thank you for joining us today. I hope you didn't find that too bad. I didn't go into complete full details because that would have been horrible. Anyway, we'll see you soon. You can subscribe by clicking round about there. You can hit the bell to be notified as these videos go live and you can give us a like. They should, shouldn't they, Teasel? And leave a comment if you wish. We'll see you very soon. Take care. Bye. Teasel's Tudor Trivia. Google. Yes, you are your Google.